On today's Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling, we're going to start our show with our weekly wrestling recap. We've got our WrestleMania Backlash predictions, and we decide on the punishment for the loser of the predictions contest between Joe and I. It's uh, it's going to be a doozy. And I have a call to action for all our loyal listeners because I'm running out of questions to ask Joe, even though it's just been a couple slow news weeks. I don't know. I'm, I'm running out of questions to ask him, and I need questions from the listeners. So if you haven't yet, follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod. Tell one of your friends about the show, especially if they are a fan of wrestling or a fan of drinking, because that's what we like to do around here. Joe, are you ready to get started? Mm, yep. Let's go. Welcome in to Drunk Dudes Talking Wrestling. Oh yeah, yeah, that one sounded real oh, that good. Was good. Why? Why did it sound so good, Dylan? It, it it didn't it didn't exactly sound like a Bud Light there. That's uh, what, what that's, are you drinking over there? I'm bud? drinking I'm drinking something different this week because I've decided you know when we start when we when we record I'm gonna start drinking something a little bit different. I'm drinking a Steel Hands Juicy Hazy IPA. Uh, local beer. Never had it before. I haven't even had a sip yet. So, Joe, why don't why don't you why don't you tell us what happened this week? Uh, you, you just just talk about whatever you want for a little bit while I while I while I have a few sips of this beer, and we'll see how we'll see how I like it. Well, holy shit! Uh, I think that the biggest news of this week is the. The gas shortage, the government conspiracy that is the gas shortage. Whoa, what do you? Am, am I am I crazy here, or, is, or 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 is is the government out to get us? Well, first of all, I've had two sips of this beer, and it's uh, not my favorite. It's not uh, not so delightful. Probably like a three out of five, maybe okay. a three three and a quarter. I well, don't know. it's greater than a half. I'll I'll rate it later. Well, some of well, one of your scores is greater than half. Depends on what you. Oh no 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 no! I did the math again. Greater than half. We're good. I have no idea what you're talking about. I don't know either. It's all right. <laughs> what the fuck was that? I have uh, no idea what that was. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. Let's it's get right. wait wait. Let's get back on the gas shortage. Um, I haven't had to deal with it at all because I had. I got off on Sunday night. That was the last day of my work week, and I had Monday, Tuesday, and pretty much all Wednesday off. So I haven't had I haven't had to get gas at all really. So I really haven't had to deal with this at all. What about what about you, Joe? I I, uh, I was trying to think of the last time I filled up. I think it was Sunday night. Yeah, I think it was Sunday night, and I'm still sitting just below three quarters of a tank. So, 
Um, so yeah, it hasn't been that bad. But here's the thing, Dill. We know, we know that that there's a big push for electric cars, right? Whoa. <clears throat> I want to get one. Well, maybe not anytime uh, soon. But like once, uh, once, once the car I have now is done for, I'll probably get one. Yeah. Well, maybe. But they come up with this this huge push for electric vehicles, and then they come up with this gas shortage. And uh, and and I'm I'm just not entirely convinced that uh that it's 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 coincidental, you know. This is now this is now turned into a conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah, no, I I don't think that we should make the full shift to, to conspiracy theory podcast, but I I I'm not I have, totally against it. I have I have proposed so I pretty much everything that I watch on TV I like to make a drinking game out of it. So I have proposed uh, I did propose one time to Dewey and his girlfriend Lulu. I propose uh, this is what when we were still out in Hawaii together. I propose that we do this is at the beginning of the pandemic, I think. So like when we had nothing to do, I was like, hey, come over. Let's just watch like YouTube videos of conspiracy theories. And like anytime you start to believe what's going on, that's when you drink. Well, it's. I think it would be an incredible drinking game. I haven't even tried it yet. And you could go so, so much deeper in the drinking rules than that. It's like. Oh, yeah. That's just the that's just the that's just the starting point. Yeah, I mean, I've uh, I've also listened to some some conspiracy theory podcasts. I think uh, Parcast has a podcast just called Conspiracy Theories, and it's it's actually pretty great. You know, they do a good job of uh, of telling you what the conspiracy theory is, how how viable the conspiracy theory is, and it's pretty unbiased too. So, recommend that podcast. It's pretty good. Which one? Uh, just called Conspiracy Theories. No free ads though. No free ads. Oh yeah, fuck those guys. That podcast sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of, nope, I can't even say it. Like I was gonna say, I was gonna say. Speaking of sucking, but I can't even say it. Our good friend Andy, he's gone. He's gone forever. He's left us. He's he's on to better things allegedly. Saying that for legal purposes, he's on to other things. He's he's on to yeah. He's he's on to his he's on to his first ship. Andy Andy has moved to Virginia. He, we're we're talking about the man with the with the fattest tush, this side of the Mississippi, the Mister Mister Shocker himself, Andrew Gross. Uh, I'll miss him with all my heart, but he's gone. He's left us from from Charleston. Andy, this is this is your shout out. I love you, and I'll miss you. And on a on a much less serious note, uh, South Carolina just went to number two. Maybe not even number two. I don't I don't know what we went to, but uh, definitely not number one anymore for the state with the largest booty per capita. Oh, I knew you were going that way. I was literally like, I was like, wait, if he doesn't go with largest ass i was like i have to i have to chime in here but you did i'm so glad you did that was that was great (laughs) andy we miss you you know what why don't i i I need you to stop back down every now and then just drive back down to charleston it's not a long drive six hours six and a half hours yeah that's not that long like just do it andy just 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 be a be a trooper i'm not that sad honestly I, I've, uh, I've been, uh, well, I've been to Virginia allegedly a couple times this year. Well, it's been two weeks since you've gotten your shot, right? So you're, it's been, wink, yeah, wink, good. Better than, greater than two years. 
two weeks. Yeah, you're you're good to do whatever you want now. Yeah, so uh, so I you know I go to Virginia every once in a while. Uh, I definitely did before the pandemic. Uh, yeah, totally. Yeah, it was definitely. I'm, I'm definitely talking about the f- before the pandemic. Joe followed uh, all the rules the yeah, entire pandemic. Every of the rules. Uh, but yeah, so so I feel like I'm gonna be seeing Andy once in a while. Maybe we'll catch some wrestling together, and uh, we'll definitely sip a few beers. So yeah, Andy, I know you're listening to this. Just one last time, we love you. We miss you. I'm gonna move on. I'm gonna move on because yeah, as I as I drink as I continue to drink this this new hazy IPA. It's reminding me, yeah, sometimes they can be not so good, but it's also reminding me that summer is right around the corner. We're going to be going to a lot of breweries, Joe. I yeah. mean, at least I plan on it. Well, I, I We're going to be trying a bunch of new beers. You know, we have to branch out from Bud Light. I'm new to the area in the last year, so I'm going to be trying a bunch of local stuff. So the Drunk Dudes have now made an untapped account. Joe and I are going to be rating beers on there. It's going to be mostly local beers. We're obviously going to rate Bud Light. It's going to get five stars. Every time. Every single time that we drink it. But you can follow us on Untapped now at DDT WrestlePod. Same place that you can follow us on Twitter. You can check out what some of our favorite beers that are not named Bud Light as we try them throughout the summer. But SummerSlam, or shit, Joe, I just ruined it. Summer also means SummerSlam. Did you hear? (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear? This is going to be our segue into wrestling. Did you hear that SummerSlam has been reportedly, there's there's been a lot of of steam coming from one specific city. That's Las Vegas. Las Vegas, Nevada? Yeah. No, the other Las Vegas, Joe. Las Vegas, Oklahoma? No, Nevada. Oh. You were right the a first time. yes would have sufficed, Dylan. I, damn it, you're right. <laughs> I just didn't know of another Las Vegas. Is Las Vegas, Oklahoma a real thing? Yeah, look it up. I'm you're, not going to look it up. You don't fucking know. Stuff. You don't fucking know. <laughs> All right, yeah, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nevada, obviously. Damn. Wait, who was it? La- who was it? Like maybe not last week, but the week before or the week before that. that it was that- you. Oh, it was me. That talked about Las Vegas. Yeah, I, when I saw the news, I was like, "Damn it, Joe might be right." It's uh, the only report <laughs> is that SummerSlam Las Vegas has been gaining steam to host SummerSlam. I still think it's going to be New York. Yeah, I well, think it's going to be MSG. Know. It has to be when if you have a pandemic and it's the first time relatively other than wrestlemania that you're bringing fans back i think that SummerSlam is going to be the kickoff to them starting to go back on the road kind of like how aew is doing now Uh, it's it would be the best thing for them to do to start that in madison square garden where wwe pretty much started well they got a pretty good history there holy shit i'm drunk (laughs) <laughs> that's pretty much all i got to say about that we uh joe and i just finished while well, obviously we always record well try to always record on a friday night slash saturday morning we just finished watching and drinking to uh friday night smackdown and then immediately as we promised last week 
watched the rewatched the blood and guts match and did the drinking game to it and got some beer ratings for that. So we'll get to that later on. But Joe, are you ready for the weekly wrestling roundup? Mm, yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. You know what? We used to we used to always start with Friday Night SmackDown, but I kind of like going in chronological order. It gets the people kind of settled in. We go from like really shitty to really good to really good to mediocre, you know? Mm-hmm. Raw to NXT to AEW to SmackDown. Yeah, well. I didn't actually think Raw was 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 that bad this week. It it honestly the last two weeks have not been that bad, but Let's start with Alexa Bliss and this uh, six-woman tag team match that we had. Who do you think Alexa Bliss is going after now? Because I think we talked about it last week where we thought that she was going after Sonya Deville. Yeah. Who do you think it is now? Do you think it's anyone different? Do you still think it's Sonya Deville? Um, I don't still think it's Sonya Deville. Okay. Simple uh, no would have sufficed. It, it was looking like... Mandy? No, I, I Okay, mean, so I I I'll be honest. I I watched it on Monday. I was I was thinking You're falling asleep. No, I wasn't. Well, I might have been falling asleep. You know, I wake up pretty early. But I was watching it and I I was I was, you know, I saw Lily show up and uh showed who who she was looking after and I was like, "Oh, it's not Sonia Deville. It's this person." And I should talk about that on on Friday, but then I forgot almost immediately after who she's watching. So, Dylan, please please fill us in on who she's watching cuz I'm I'm pretty embarrassed now. Well, did you watch did you see the end of the match? Yeah. Okay, so you know what, Joe, if you saw the end of the match, why don't you tell me what happened? Uh <laughs> You had no idea what happened, do you? You didn't well, watch no, this no, fucking no, it was, match. Uh, it was uh it was Oscar Pin Baszler. Okay. So it's Shayna Baszler. That's true. Then. It is Shayna Baszler. So yeah. Okay. I, I yeah. think it's Shayna Baszler. So my my reasoning. I mean, Shayna Baszler goes to make a tag in this match, and like all of a sudden, just out of nowhere, it looks like she gets hit with a, like a cramp or something, and like she and then all of a sudden she can't move. So I think that ha- this has to do with like Alexa Bliss and like her quote unquote supernatural something abilities and she's making Shayna Baszler uh I guess kind of not not be able obviously in this match not be able to tag out and then Asuka was able to tag in hit her with a knee pick up the win I think it's going to be Shayna Baszler yeah I guess that makes could sense. be a pretty decent feud but yeah I don't know if that's the where I don't know if that's where I would have wanted her to start yeah I I, I don't I don't really know. Um, Maybe Shayna Baszler is going to be working on her own from now on. Oh, please, dear God, please. Shayna Baszler. Just make this, like, reach the same elevation that she did when she was the NXT Women's Champion. Please. Because I'll be honest, when Shayna Baszler, like, when she started showing up on in NXT, I was like, I don't like her, I don't like her, I don't like her. And then she got the Women's Championship, and I was like, I don't like her, I don't like her. And then she, did she? she's a two-time Women's Champion? Yeah. Yeah, so she lost the I Women's think Championship. Ember, and I Ember was like, Moon beat her 
I think that's what it was. Or did she beat Ember Moon and Kyrie Sane beat her? Maybe that's what, yeah. Well, Kyrie Sane beat her for the Wounds Championship. Okay, then she beat Kyrie Sane again to get it back. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, so I was like, I don't like her. And then she won the Women's Championship. I still didn't like her. She lost it. And then she, when she got it back, she like actually developed this, this heel character that I really enjoyed watching. She was and, incredible. Yeah, she was, she was incredible. It was, but until that point, she was, she was lackluster. Uh, in my opinion, you don't have to, you don't have to agree with me there, but I thought she was incredibly lackluster. And, uh, and then it, like her second title run, I think was incredible. And then she came to raw and appeared on SmackDown and I just started hating her again. So, yeah, I mean, since then she's not been great, but that's, that's not entirely She obviously had the, she had the, she had the, she had the vampire with, thing. Well, well, yeah, she, <laughs> where she she bit it, Becky Lynch's but, neck. <laughs> but yeah, like so. So when she debuted, uh, she might have actually debuted at the Royal Rumble, maybe a little bit before. You know, there was a big fan following that Shayna Baszler was going to win the Royal Rumble, and then she lost to Charlotte, and then she she had that feud with Becky, where uh, Becky had the vampire thing, like Dylan alluded to. <laughs> uh, and and it was all downhill from there, you know. Then she she formed this this friendship slash not friendship with Nia Jax, and man, ever since God, then everything's been great. Yeah, goddamn, I'm ready for Shayna to be good again. I really am. Let's let's get off this topic. Yeah, please. Let's what else, get what off else do you want to tell me? Something you want to talk about from Raw? Uh, well, the the obvious thing to talk about is RK Bro, right? I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I'll say it every week. They're the best thing on TV. They're incredible. Yeah. Uh, so RK Bro this week had a match with the New Day against Amos, Elias, Jackson Riker, and AJ Styles. Uh, and I, it was a it was a pretty solid match. It was there were some fun spots. Uh, but the big the biggest thing at the end of the match, I think, was uh, you know. New Day and RK Bro took up the win, uh, and then RKO hit a uh, an RKO on the New Day and left yeah. Matt Riddle in the middle of the ring, being like, "Yeah, and WTF, bro?" Yeah, Riddle was like, "Randy, this isn't how you make friends, bro." Yeah, it was that's it, that sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty funny. I didn't have a whole lot of notes on this match, so like I needed you to like just provide me with this information to just kind of rejog my drunk memory. Yeah, and uh, it just came back to me. I remember that now. Yeah, and, uh, the, and the rest of the match was like uh, there. There were some good spots. You know, you you can't really have bad spots with the new day AJ Styles and uh, well Randy Orton. Uh, but other than that, we got a lot of more, a lot of more of, a lot more of the Amos, really green, standing still, and just being a dominant force kind of guy. Uh, but you know, we'll see, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, but realistically, I'm really excited to see what RK Bro does. For sure. Uh, what else did we have? We had, uh, oh, big spot with Umberto and uh, and Sheamus, right? Yeah, so it looked like Umberto, Umberto. God, why am I having so much trouble with this name? 
Umberto Carrillo. I Carrillo. just Carrillo. Umberto just, you just, you know, Carrillo. Just go ahead and disavow myself. Disavow? Um, disavow. Oh. Disavow myself. Because I can't say Umberto Carrillo. Hey, I did it. All right, anyways, he's, he took a scary bump against Sheamus. They, he went to... There's a sunset well, flip. He went to do a sunset flip while Sheamus was standing on the apron, I think. And yeah, then into a power He kind of did the yeah. same thing that Seth Rollins did in 2015, where Seth Rollins actually tore his ACL. But I've I've seen stuff online that say Carrillo is fine. Okay. And he's medically cleared. He's fine to compete next week. Whenever. Okay. Uh, but, I mean, I continue to enjoy the feud that him and Sheamus have, and then... It also sounds like Sheamus and uh, Mansoor are going to continue their sort of feud. So it, it looks like we could either get like a couple one-on-one matches or maybe a triple threat match for this United States Championship, either like in the coming weeks or maybe at Money in the Bank. Because I don't think they're going to set it up for this weekend. But it it looks like, yeah, either Money in the Bank or just like in the coming weeks just on television, on Raw. Some other stuff. I don't really want to talk about the main event. Like there was, there was great. St- I think there was actually really great stuff on the undercard because the main event picture is kind of, to use your word, lackluster. Yeah, uh, the main event happened. Yeah, it really did just happen. We had uh, there was the Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander match. I thought it was very good. Yeah, but we we talked about last week how we thought this was the big uh I know the big Shelton Benjamin. I, no, no, I not Shelton. I was very surprised. Bush. Shelton Benjamin won. Yeah. I think it's really just like it's gonna lead to a rematch where Cedric Alexander wins and probably another rematch where Cedric Alexander wins again. Two out of three. Yeah, we'll put him on let's uh put me down as a tentative pre show match for that. Really, you think so? I could be. First Sunday. First Sunday. Okay. I mean, could be right. Could be right. Yeah. Could also be very wrong. Because you're, uh, you're that's, stupid. Uh, that's really all I have to say about Raw. What about you? Uh. Oh well. Wait, Miz. Wait, yeah, Miz and yeah, Morrison. Miz, Miz, Miz and Morrison. Yeah, Miz and Morrison. They're definitely they're a hundred percent breaking up soon oh. or this Sunday. Yeah. So. Uh, so this week. John Morrison faced the Archer of Infamy, Damian Priest. Uh, the winner of the match got to choose the stipulation for the match this this uh, Sunday. Sunday. Uh, and, you know, Damian Priest picks up the win, so he gets to pick the stipulation. Uh, it's probably going to lead to... No, I'm not going to say probably lead to the Miz losing. Uh, we haven't gotten to that portion of our, our pod, but... You know, it's definitely not going to be in the Miz's advantage, and I, I agree with you. It could be, it could be them breaking up. And God damn, am I ready? God damn, do I hope uh, John Morrison comes out on top of this feud between him and Miz? Yeah, yeah, it's probably not going to happen though. Yeah, you're right. Let's be honest. All right. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all I got for uh. We have to we have to stick with the we have to stick with the schedule, Joe. We're gonna talk about NXT now. Tuesday night. There's a couple things that they set up. They set up Johnny Gargano and Bronson Reed for next week. 
for the North American Championship. Yeah. Two weeks from now, we've got Karrion Cross versus Finn Balor for the mm-hmm. NXT Championship. Should be wonderful. But what the fuck did we start the show with? Was it the it MSK was match? Theory. Oh yeah, Cross and Theory. Yeah. I honestly, I think, I think I just didn't even pay attention to this match. Yeah, I mean. You walk into this match and you know exactly who's going to win. Yeah. And then they pull a curveball on you and make it carrying cross. Oh. <laughs> That's where you were going with it. Right. No. Uh, yeah, obviously you go into this match and you know that Carrion is going to pick up the winner off, off over the goofball Austin Theory. He's literally like, that's his gimmick is he's a goofball. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's absolutely zero chance he's going to win. Um, the other thing I wrote, wrote down about NXT is the, the fans, the fans at the, at the uh, Capitol Wrestling Center there where they're, where they're doing NXT, they continue to boo MSK. I What's going on? Who are these people? Well, how do so, I find them? So, here's the thing about MSK this week, right? MSK went up against Bree Zango. And That's Bree, true. Bree Zango are, are a fan favorite team. Like, no one's ever going to be happy that Bree Zango is losing, you know? Yeah. But I think people like MSK. Well, like, MSK is awesome, and I just don't, I just don't get why they, the they fans are awesome. at the, at the know, CWC continue to boo them. They're a good face tag team. I like them. Yeah, me too. They're it's something new, it's something fresh, something I've never seen before, and it's just what I like to watch. Yeah. I think that's why like when I started watching New Japan, I liked it so much is like it was something fresh, like a bunch of people I've never watched wrestle before. So yeah, but and uh, I've never I've I had never watched an MSK mat. Like what was their name before they came to NXT? Uh something with a third person. Wow. Yeah, I have no idea. Um, people aren't going to like us for that. No, but anyways, knows. don't care. Uh, we also had... Let's see. We had we had the Women's Championship on the line. Raquel Gonzalez defeated Mercedes Martinez. You Yeah, you look like you have nothing to say about this match. Uh, the, just, just the blank stare on your face. Maybe... Yeah, all right, he's shrugging his shoulders. We're going to move on. <laughs> I thought maybe you would have something to say since like a few weeks ago you predicted that Mercedes Martinez would be the next big challenger to the NXT Women's Championship. And I said, yeah, she'll challenge her, but she's probably going to lose. Yeah, and she did lose. I don't know, man. Like, All right, let's let's get to... Let's so get honestly, to- like, like, you know I'm a big fan of NXT. Um, I really am. I I think it's the best thing in, in in wrestling on a weekly basis. But NXT just happened this week for me. Like, whoa, yeah, it's a okay. it's it's controversial. There was some good stuff, you know. They they set up a lot of of matches for next week, and I'm really excited for for next week. I'm really excited for yeah like nxt in general i think is is making is making big steps to to continue itself as the best wrestling program on tv mm, not in my opinion but not in your opinion no, that's fine I, i'm an I, AEW I, I respect guy. that um but this week it, it it was in my opinion just building up for other weeks you know like you, you know, gotta sometimes get, sometimes you have to have that week. Yeah, and and that's fine. That's that's why that's why I'm not saying it was a bad week. 
it was just it was just a building week to me you know i mean you could say that like there's a couple building moments i mean there the the one that comes to mind is finish your beer bobby fish is back yeah that's true i did yeah i mean i'll go ahead and finish that no i'm not gonna finish it right now jesus i already said i only gave this a 3.25 it's not the best thing i've had in the world it's still pretty damn good though but i mean bobby fish return and they didn't like him and kyle raleigh didn't immediately get back together which i kind of like that like they're kind of going their separate ways see what they see what they do kind of get to see bobby fish as a singles competitor for a little bit and it seems like they might eventually get back together i think probably before bobby fish probably hangs up the boots you know yeah probably he's he's getting pretty old i think he's like in his mid 40s yeah and then we had the main event cruiserweight championship two out of three falls okay i lied I lied because so I yeah I I, I, was, I, I, I saw this okay. in my notes and I was like this was a man show for you no so I lied most of the show was this match was incredible <laughs> was like absolutely fucking incredible I I want to point out one one thing that I very much appreciated about this match it was has to do with the announcers specifically Vic Joseph. He, uh, it, so we had a two out of three false match at this point. We, um, the, the, the specific point I'm talking about Santos Escobar was up one, one to zero and Kushida, I think locked in a hoverboard lock or something like that, some sort of submission and Vic Joseph and they, they had announced right before he put in the move that they were going to break. And then he puts the move in and Vic Joseph is like, wait a second, guys, we got to stay here. Don't go to break. We might see something crazy. And then all of a sudden we get our second fall and it's one to one. And then they're like, all right, now we're going to cut to break. It was fucking brilliant. Like, I don't don't know if it was planned or not. If it was, then they fucking got me hook, line, and sinker. But when they they do stuff like that, it's just incredible to me. Like that you can just, I don't know. When when you can script if it is if that portion of that was scripted then like you know tip of the cap to NXT but if they maybe meant to do that after the commercial break I don't know either way it was awesome yeah Kushida ends up winning the match uh, two to two to one ends up retaining his NXT Cruiserweight Championship against Santos Escobar. Uh, where do you, who do you see him facing off against next? Um, I don't really know a whole lot of cruiserweights. Cruiserweights. I don't know. Uh, that, that blonde guy that just came back, the, the kind of like Southern gentleman kind of guy. What's his name? Mm, he, he was John Doe. No, <laughs> I have no problem idea that. Fuck no. You're talking about. Yeah. I, I, I don't know who John Doe is. You're pointing at me like you're setting me up for something, and no, I have no idea. No, it's just idea. like, yeah, I, I pointed at you because, like, I don't know who John Doe is because John Doe is the, the name you give to someone you don't know who they are. Right. I don't know. So, in my head, I thought that you were really dumb because you thought John Doe was a real person. <sighs> <laughs> 
This is, There's a lot of blank moments. We should just cut that. This is time. an absolute train wreck right yeah. now. Because uh, fuck, Who's that? you know what? It, I think it has to do with me being drunk this week. Yeah, I'm pretty drunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name honestly. Um, I don't Tyler know. is his name. Tyler. No, he is he, his name he, he kind of has like a Hangman Adam Page kind of vibe. I think I know who you're talking about. I just have no fucking clue what this guy's Russell? name is. Russell? Cool. That sounds like a good name. Yeah. Russell. It's probably Russell. What if it was uh, Kurt Russell? What about Butch? Oh, Bush is good. <laughs> no, Butch. Butch? Yeah, I didn't that's, say Bush. That's what I just said. It sounded like I said, you said Ooh, Bush. Bush is good. Oh, you no, I'm just kidding. To... That time I said Bush because I knew you were expecting me to say You Bush. were trying to make a joke. No, Butch, like Butch Cassidy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the guy's name. Are you trying to prank me? Uh, no, I'm just confused, man. I'm pretty I'm pretty shwasty right now. Shwasty? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Ooh, that's good. Let's move on to Dynamite, Joe. Oh, yeah, let's, let's get on that. Uh... I think the first thing we have to talk about is the big news of the week is that Dynamite is has officially announced three, uh, three different events. They're going back on the road starting in July. Scale of one to ten, what's your level of excitement? I'm at like an eight right now. An eight? Yeah, and the reason I'm at a nine or a ten is because nobody comes to Charleston, South Carolina, but Columbia, South Carolina, about an hour and a half, maybe two hours away from us. Maybe, I don't know, could be. Like, people go there, and I'm willing to drive there for a night. That's where USC is, right? Columbia? Mm, USC? Yeah. Yeah, probably. University of South Carolina. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not Southern California. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Yep, mm hmm. Okay. Yeah, definitely not Southern California. Oh, okay, cool. cool. Potentially South Carolina. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's just, it's like, uh, it's a couple hours (laughs) west on 26. I think that we'll we'll probably get a wrestling event probably we'll probably because we have AEW and WWE and WWE has NXT, Raw and SmackDown touring. I think that there's potential for us to get something in South Carolina like once every other month. Once Which, every other month? When they're touring? Yeah. I mean, I, I you were here, so you so I went right. to one live event here. It was an NXT live event. It was actually really. You dope. didn't get here until like what June of 2019, though. Yeah, sounds about right. So you went to one live event. Mm-hmm. NXT, which was where Columbia. No, it was here in Charleston. Okay, so they had it in Charleston. Was there literally anything else that came into the state between the time you got here? No, and- I mean we always have Gangrel here, but. <laughs> sure yeah not gonna go see Gangro. you had nothing go. there was nothing in that time like the, well the, I, I i mean i didn't really look outside of charleston i'm saying i would look outside of charleston now but like for sure yeah but i would but, i mean i would but let's let, hold on i want to go back to that real quick you are never going to go to the ocws shows is that where Gangrel wrestles yeah i mean when are they no, mostly Sundays. Are they... Where are they? They're down at Folly, dude. Folly Beach? Yeah. Folly... It's uh, at some bar there. Or like... They're at, at the, a bar? Uh, at the beach right next to the bar. Hold on a second. You have me at bar. <laughs> Is it like 
Oost wrestling. Yeah, like, dude, it's absolute. Like in my opinion, it's it's, and my opinion is based on never having gone myself. But okay, so you've never to, been. It has to be like Oost wrestling. Okay, so you've never been. No, because you keep on telling me no. Okay, fine. Uh, the very next one, the very next event that they have, we will go, and we will report back here on the podcast. We'll 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 see how it goes. Maybe we'll even do some beer ratings for it. I, I could do some beer ratings for it. <laughs> that would be fucking incredible. Probably get a bunch of like, hey, and this we had a quarter beer match and another quarter beer match <laughs> yeah. and then a one beer match and then a quarter beer match. Yeah. Dude, I like Deuce Wrestling. Oose was fun. Oose is, uh, is a local brand in Hawaii on, on Oahu. Uh, and we, we would go to all their live events. They and- went to, what was the tower? What's the... Aloha Tower. Yeah, they went to Aloha Tower uh, once a month, and it was right outside of Dan Wayne's. Dan Wayne, shout out Dan Wayne, his favorite bar. Um, <laughs> in Nashville. Nashville's, yeah. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this country bar's name? He right outside of Nashville's, and they would set up a ring, and they had an outdoor bar, and they had like a section set up outside the ring that the crowd could be in. Obviously, they had the normal like around the ring, but then there was a special like. Maybe like a maybe like an eighth of the ring, like one half of one side of the ring that was like fenced off for the people that were at the the bar area and you could get up to the fence and get really close to the ring. And that's where we always stood. Yeah. And it was, and it was a lot of fun, it was dude. Just so funny. We never got to sit down, but like sometimes we I got didn't a need table. to sit down. Yeah, it was, we didn't it need was to entertaining sit down. the yeah, entire Yeah, we were way. At, like if we had sat Shout down, out we would have Pineapple King. Yeah, the pine Alecki. Alecki the Pineapple yeah. King. If was, if we had sat down, we literally would have been at the edge of our seats. <laughs> I don't I I probably probably I I almost just said I probably 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 would have yeah. I think I think that's what I almost just said. Either way, I probably would have flipped over a chair just like just by like sitting on the edge of it. Yeah, better, yeah, because I'm fat. Whoa, I was gonna say because you have a poor center of, of gravity. Wouldn't that be because I'm fat? Probably sounds like something that would happen. Whoa. Anyway, we we, we were we, gonna talk about AEW. That, we we were gonna talk about AEW like. 10 to 15 minutes ago. No, it wasn't that long ago. All right. It was at least five minutes um, ago. Yeah. Uh, we started the show. IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship on the line. John Moxley versus Yuji Nagata. It was a John Moxley match. It was... Uh, it was It was good. Yeah. It John, wasn't great. John Mox got, uh, got some new entrance music. Oh, Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Wild Thing. Burn out. No, keep going. You make my heart <laughs> sing. I thought you were going to say something. Yeah. You're, you're, you're the better singer out of the two of us. Yeah. You mean everything. Yeah. All right, that's enough. I'm, I'm Gro- done. It's I'm you done. make everything groovy. I thought it was you mean everything. No, you make everything groovy. Well, anyways. John Moxley defeated uh, Nagata. And uh, yeah, but you, you're right. It was a John Moxley match. There were there were a couple of cool spots. Um, a lot of respect between the two wrestlers. So yeah. I don't. I, I aside from the fact that that it was a uh, like a New Japan match in AEW, 
I don't know. Do you think? Eh, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think, Dylan? Do you I think, think it was just like a it was a John Moxley match that happened. You know, it was hard hitting. Uh, it had Yuji Nagata. There was a lot of respect after the match. Uh, I just thought, you know, John Moxley. Most of his matches in AEW are just kind of the same. It's like he beats like he's he's hard hitting. He's he does this, you know, beat him up style sort of thing, and it's kind of all the same. But it's all good. Like it's it's never bad. Yeah. I don't think it's bad. No, it's not bad. Or I have nothing but good things to say about it. It's just, you know, it was kind of the same thing, but it. But it's always good, I think. So yeah, and I, and Moxley retains here. I think that it's it's a good way to open the door to or to continue opening the door for uh, New Japan to come over and kind of hang out with AEW. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Then we got a little promo. I'm proud to be an American by Cody Rhodes. <laughs> That's. I did not. I didn't think about. I I called it lackluster and kind of cringy, but proud to be an American is is. And I'm proud to be an American. <laughs> God, dude, Lee Greenwood, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Uh, Holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> that was, that's a funny way to put it. Yeah. Uh, Cody. Yeah. Cody cut a very. It, it was. It was kind of. It, to me, it was kind of cringy. Yeah, you know, he he, it, he it, cried a little bit. It made me think he was gonna say something very dumb and very like disavow slash canceling type of thing, but he ended up not. He ended up taking on his daddy's name. Ended up taking on the American for one night only. He's gonna take on the American Dream namesake, the moniker, the moniker. Yes, and he's going up against Anthony Agogo. Doesn't really make sense to me. I feel like his he, he should have had a he his his match last week should have wait he didn't have a match last week. His first match back did he did he face QT Marshall last week? Yeah, he did. He did. He faced QT Marshall last week. Last week he should have faced Anthony of Gogo, and then net and then at Dyna, or not at Dynamite uh, at Double or Nothing is when he should have faced QT Marshall. QT Marshall is supposed to be the leader of this group. So why is the pay-per-view blow-off going to be against one of QT Marshall's goons, Anthony Agogo? Yeah. The, the guy that punches your gut really hard. Yeah, the thing about Anthony Agogo is I don't know no, who that is. I really don't. Ha! <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. That wasn't that good. <laughs> I know. <laughs> that was actually really bad now that I think more yeah, about it. Yeah, it's fine. Let's move on. Let's uh, just move on. We're, we're, we're gonna get past this pod, dude. We're, we really are. We're gonna get to episode seven eventually. That's true. <laughs> Young Bucks and uh, SCU, so Christopher Daniels and Frankie Gazarian. I think that we had. I haven't seen. I haven't seen the Meltzer star rating, but I think they had another. I think the Bucks had another five star match here. Yeah, it definitely could have been. I this mean, this was fucking incredible. Yeah. Um. And and really, we wouldn't have expected anything else from SCU uh, in their last match as as a tag team versus the Young Bucks. You know, you know the, these two tag teams have a big history with each other. Uh, we 
I mean, I feel like we all knew that that SCU was not going to beat the Young Bucks, and they've had that. That I thought that there was a chance that there was a chance here that there was like a disqualification, mm-hmm. and that they might face them at um, double or nothing. But obviously, it looks like the Young Bucks are going to face uh, John Moxley and Eddie Kingston at double or nothing. Mm-hmm. So I thought that maybe like a disqualification would maybe prolong SCU. Yeah, but. But we knew that that whenever SCU faced the Young Bucks, uh, and it w- that it was going to be their last match as a tag team, yeah, because of it the stipulation had to be the that Bucks. they put on themselves, uh, it, it had to be the Bucks, and and I think both teams knew that that it, it was going to be the Bucks for a long time, so there was no excuse for this not to be a, a good match, and and it, it, that's exactly what it was. It was an incredible match, you know. Yeah. There's, um, a, there's a couple more things here. Uh, we had the Orange Cassidy and Pack match, mm-hmm. where this ended. This ended in a double countout, I think. Um, Pack power bombs Orange Cassidy in the middle of the match. Looks like he broke his fucking neck. Mm-hmm. Shout out Ricky Starks. Uh, it, it still ended up being an excellent match. He this power bomb that Orange Cassidy took. It, it looked ugly. And obviously he appeared hurt, but it looks like um, I have seen online that Orange is Orange Cassidy is okay, but it ended up so at the end of the match, Kenny Omega comes in, interferes while I think it's Don Callis on the outside of the ring, kind of getting uh, distracting Aubrey Edwards, the referee. Kenny comes up behind Pack, hits him with the belt, which was right next to Aubrey. So, like, going back to Aubrey being one of the dumber refs, yeah. I mean, this just made her look really dumb. He hit her, he, sorry, Kenny hit Pac with the belt in what was very, very obviously her peripheral vision. She should have seen it, but, you know, refs are dumb. But anyways, hits him with the belt. That ends up putting him down for the 10 count, and we get a double count out. And now, at double or nothing, we get Kenny Omega versus Pac versus Orange Cassidy for the AEW Championship. I mean, is there any way that Kenny loses that? No. No, absolutely not. Uh, we've already talked about the the match that, that I'm actually like considering Kenny Omega not winning. And that is Hangman Adam Page. Yeah. If if Hangman Page isn't the person that dethrones Omega, it's 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 like nothing's been worth it. Yeah. Up to this point. Uh yeah, but then uh, you know they set up a another match between the the Pinnacle and Inner Circle, Stadium Stampede, baby. Stadium Stampede. Um, it's uh, you know something something that I had asked you. You've never seen the Stadium Stampede from last year. No, I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't really following AEW that closely. I think I was working on that Sunday, so we weren't. Well, no, you didn't even live here yet during the. So. No, I was still in Hawaii. Yeah, so. So it was, I was working, uh, I didn't buy the pay-per-view, and I, uh, I don't know, I just never, I never watched it afterwards, so. I think it's one of the, I think it's like a top, it's definitely a top three, or it's definitely a top five, probably a top three match that AEW put on in the year 2020. Hmm. It was incredible. Like, it's definitely, I'm trying to think, is it the best cinematic match I've seen of all time? 
it's tough it's tough because like all the cinematic matches have happened so recently but like it's up there mm. it's it's definitely it's up there with the uh taker and styles oh and uh bray wyatt and Ron Strowman. oh no no <laughs> No, you talking about the extreme rules, the swap, yeah, the, the, swap the match? extreme rules. Uh, oh my god, I thought we were gonna say Bray Wyatt and Cena in the Firefly Funhouse match. No, <laughs> the, the swamp match was terrible. Yeah, the swamp match was so bad. It was cool because we got to see an older character from from Bray. Yeah, I think it's kind of just dependent on. Uh, moving back to the Stadium Stampede match, I think it's just kind of dependent on whether you like that. Or whether you like the uh, what what did they call the taker match the, the bo- graveyard, boneyard the boneyard, boneyard match. match yeah it, it really I think they're both equal on the same playing level like on the same level or on the same playing field yeah yeah on the same playing level I'm not gonna say it <laughs> I said it you know what I said it two weeks ago and uh, if you, if you listened you know what I wanted to say but I'm not gonna say it because it's kind of rude apparently. Anyways, <laughs> I think Joe just figured out what I was talking about. Let's move on to Smack. Oh wait, no, we didn't. We didn't talk about the main event. We didn't talk about the main event. I, I was I was a little concerned that you didn't want to talk Miro. about Miro, Miro, and Darby man. Allen, which was a great fucking match. It honestly. was pretty fucking. It was good. it was like Darby Allen. I don't I don't think this kid this guy this kid I don't know how old he is. He might be older than me. Probably older than you. He's probably older than me. But I don't think that that he can deliver a bad match. I honestly do not like. No, because he he every no matter what kind of match it is, no matter who he's going up against, he puts his body on the line and he throws himself around. He bumps all over the place. Yeah, he, I mean, he started off the match just getting beaten to shit, and then got back no, up. No, the match wasn't even started by then. No, they that's what I'm the saying. Bell. Yeah, he, yeah, he got was, himself. He got his ass kicked for like ten minutes before they even run the bell. Yeah, and it was I, honestly. Like Darby Allen delivered a way better match than Miro because he's a different. He's got a different style For than sure. Miro. I mean, he's like he's better than Miro. Yeah, yeah. I think though that this was the right move. I think so too. I think Darby Allen has had it for a while. Since a, uh, yeah, he's had it for a while. You can only defend the TNT title on television for so many weeks before you give it up. But like. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, he he had defended it like an, he had an open challenge kind of thing. It had to be like close to eight weeks in a row. Yeah, uh, and and Miro Miro, even though I don't think he was the better performer in this match, I think that that he is an he is a great performer. Um, I think that he is a force because of his size. So, you know, I think he could be a good champion. I just I just think that in order for his matches to deliver the next couple weeks, he really has to he really has to be matched up with the right people. Yeah. Who do you, who do you think he goes up against in his first couple title defenses? Um Oh, I don't know. I I have no idea. Like maybe some of like Ricky Starks well, his oh, no, broke his neck. Yeah, Ricky Starks broke his neck, so probably not him. <laughs> I don't think he'd be very good at wrestling with a broken freaking neck. Oh, you! I think you turned off Dynamite. Because I, I walked in tonight and you were watching Dynamite. I actually think I had you turn it off before this happened. Uh, Lance Archer came out after the match. 
and uh, just kind of stared down. I almost said Rusev, Miro. Yeah, because Lance is a face now. Yeah. You know, he... So I think that's something that they'll move towards. I also think that eventually they're going to move towards a Miro and Kip Sabian. I think they might turn Kip Sabian face. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, he beat the shit out of him a couple weeks ago. So I think that's that's a potential place they could go. Yeah. Uh, we are running very long. Let's let's move on. Let's move on to SmackDown. <laughs> let's move on to SmackDown. Uh, we still have predictions to make. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're, we're getting all the tangents tonight. I I want to start with this Roman Reigns and the Uso stuff because I want to start with a fantasy, uh, a quote unquote fantasy booking that it's not something that I want to see. I think it's just something that would be WWE's wet dream. So hear me out. Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso. So this is going to be after he gets through with his feud with Cesaro. So this could potentially even be like at Money in the Bank. Tell me why WWE would not go for this. Roman Reigns versus Jimmy Uso with Jay Uso suspended above the ring in a shark cage. I can't think of a single reason why, why that. <laughs> you have a smirk on your face. Be, because you know it's true. Yeah. Like, but it wouldn't make any it sense. It would be so it dumb, but it's sense. exactly the thing that I think that it's like, it has to be exactly where they're going with this. Like, the, the only, Jay Uso's caught in between these two. Like, Jimmy doesn't want to be Roman's bitch. The, Roman does. And Jay's just going to be like, I don't know what to do. And WWE's like, well, would you like to be in a shark cage? The only good shark cage <laughs> match I remember. And I won't even is it call the Jericho it. one? No. Is it the Enzo Amore one? It's the Enzo. It's the Enzo Amore oh, one where he brings Lube into the into the cage with him, and he lubes himself up, and he slides outside of the cage. Oh, that's right. He it was when he was feuding with Cass, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, was, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it wasn't a great match. It's but, not a great match. Like, but, but it was still funny. We laughed. We laughed. It we was cried. Funny. It was funny. Uh, I tell me, like. They're they're at at this point, like I'm convinced that that's where they're gonna go with this. I hope so. And no, I don't hope so. No, I think nobody. it's gonna be so bad. It's gonna be so bad. But like, I don't know, man. Roman Reigns. Is, I mean, let, this is no spoiler. Roman Reigns is obviously gonna win on Sunday. So the next it's, feud. Are the, you saying it's it's not a prediction? Yeah, it's a spoiler. Yeah, absolutely. I don't know. Yeah. So, so, so uh, Roman Reigns picks up the win on Sunday. Uh, what else happens tonight? New tag with new women's tag team champions. We we always we always fucking hate to talk about the women's tag team division, but goddamn, we have new women's tag team champions, and they might be just as boring as the old ones. Yeah. Uh, I said it to Dylan tonight. I was like, oh, thank God, this storyline is over. And then, you know, Tamina and, then Natalia, and, started Tamina talking. and Natalia started talking. And I was like, oh my God, I already hate I the already new two women's tag team champions. <laughs> we're, we're such terrible people. But they're, they, were, they were emotional and crying. and They were. They, they were happy to be champions, yeah. you know. And that's not, you know. But I don't good, think good Natalia has a character. She does. That's the thing. It's, it's like, she, I'm happy that they were happy. When she talks, you can tell that it's so scripted. Like, yeah. You, you can tell that she is just sitting there, like, trying to remember her lines. It's, yeah. It's, 
it's uncomfortable. It it's, really is. It's, it's like, not nat- like it's like the only thing about Natalia is that she is related to the hearts. Yeah, that's like the what she's. That's well, and she's one of the best women's wrestlers in the world. Like she, she is when when you give her time, when you give her like a decent feud, like she is one of the best women's wrestlers. Okay, you're looking at me like I'm crazy, but she, she, they, she, she can't talk. She is not a good promo. She is a great wrestler, though. Okay. I I liked I'd like a match to remind me of her being a good wrestler because I feel like most of her matches are short matches that she either wins because or they loses. don't give her anything. Yeah, I like, like honestly, you have to go all the way back to like one of the first takeovers where she faced Charlotte for the NXT Women's Championship. And I, I and I'd like to see that. You know, I just think that that right now I, I I'm pretty bored. I'm pretty like I get bored during her matches. And Tamina, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all we got to say about that. Yeah. Uh, um, the Dirty Dogs. Dirty Dogs happen. Yeah, Rey Mysterio beat Dolph Ziggler. I don't want to talk a whole lot about this because it has to do very much with my prediction for the Dirty Dogs versus the Mysterios match at Backlash. So. Do you have anything to say about this match, Joe? Uh, no. I was going to get to the main event, but I realized we kind of already talked about like Roman Reigns a bunch. There wasn't a whole lot with the main event. There was something before the main event, the Nakamura and King Corbin stuff. Uh, Nakamura has committed theft on King Corbin's crown. Yeah, he did. And he's now the, he's, I mean. He's the official king. He's the king of strong style. He's the usurper king of strong strong style. style. Yeah. Has to be. My one wish is like you have. Okay. All right. Rascal flat. Shut up. (laughs) I just want king of the ring to come back and be taken seriously. Yeah, not not like not what they did last time. I don't need to I don't need a king gimmick. If you're going to do a king gimmick, do it for a couple months. Don't do it for I just I I didn't even realize King Corbin has been this king gimmick since early 2019. Yeah. That's like it's terrible. It's so washed up. Yeah. Don't even do the king gimmick. Like, use it as an opportunity. Use King of the Ring. Put King of the Ring in, like, in your July pay-per-view time frame. Get rid of one of your stupid fucking, like, Extreme Rules pay-per-views or something like that. And make it, make it like Money in the Bank used to be. And make King of the Ring, like, the winner of the King of the Ring gets uh, a championship match at SummerSlam. Yeah. That's, like, the, e- that's the easiest thing you could ever do. Yeah. Turn, everyone loves tournaments. Yeah. Have you ever have you ever watched a tournament you didn't like? Uh, I don't think so. That's because it doesn't exist. Yeah. They Turn, don't, everyone loves tournaments. I think that's in the rules of tournaments is that you can't hate him. I'm. It was uh sec, subsection it's like rule number one subsection sixty nine. Yeah. Yeah. No. no, it's definitely in there. Subsection sixty nine. Really? Yeah. Well, you haven't read the rules. I have. It's rule one. Oh, okay. Never mind. 
I yeah, I, I I mean I haven't studied them that much, but you I, just I had, know you just I, had to use a sixty nine joke, huh? I don't get it. You know what you did. Anyway, Dylan, are you ready to get into our WrestleMania backlash predictions? Yeah. Let me let me go ahead and start, Joe. The uh, WrestleMania backlash. I have very low expectations for this map for this uh, pay per view, which, in my history of having very low expectations for pay per view, what is going on over there? I I spilled a little bit of beer on myself and I had to clean it up. Anyway, what were you saying about expectations? <laughs> I've got very low expectations for WrestleMania Backlash, which, in my history of having. Low expectations for a pay-per-view. Normally, they've come through and been very good. Yeah. I can't give you any specific examples because obviously I get really drunk at these things. Yeah. So, my memory is actually very bad. But, on the other hand, I think this is the most predictable card WWE's ever put on. Yeah. Yeah, this is... This is a pretty predictable card. It's going to make... It's going to make our prop bets and tiebreaker pretty much as important as ever. Yeah, so let's uh, let's get into it. All right. Let's start with uh, Damian Priest versus The Miz in a Lumberjack match, Joe. Who do you have and why? Uh, I got Damian Priest. Uh, and it, it might be a bad choice, honestly, uh, because... Damian Priest did pick up the win at WrestleMania, but I think that that Damian Priest is that young talent. But we talked about it before. There's a breakup coming between The Miz and John Morrison. Uh, it is a lumberjack match, and I don't, I can't think of a single person aside from John Morrison and maybe Maurice, maybe Maurice that actually likes The Miz. So no, no. So so I I, I think that I think it's a pretty obvious pick. Damian Priest picks up the W. He elevates himself a little bit more. What do you think, Dill Bird? Uh, I also have Damian Priest. John Morrison is going to somehow cost the Miz in this match, despite it being a lumberjack match. And, I mean, it's as easy as that. I mean, I, as I said, this this pay-per-view is as predictable as it gets. So, I mean, most of my explanations for these matches are ridiculously short because this is... The easiest pay-per-view ever to predict. Yep. Uh, which leads us into the tag team championship match. Uh, we got the Dirty Dogs versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. Who do you got, Dill? So, I just got finished talking about how this is the most predictable match or card ever. And if you had told me, if you had asked me to predict this match before tonight... Before SmackDown happened, it would have been the easiest thing ever to predict. But they, so little story behind this, they, they've kept hyping up how we've never had father-son tag team championship champions, excuse me. So it's like, oh man, this is like the, uh, the most obvious thing. Like this is obviously where they're going. The Mysterios are going to win this. But then the last two weeks, we've had Dominic Mysterio beat Dolph Ziggler. Then tonight... On Friday Night SmackDown, we had Rey Mysterio beat Dolph Ziggler. They're on a winning streak. 
WWE's 50-50 booking would never allow three wins in a row. Except for this time. Damn. I'm picking the Mysterios. But, I mean, I'm picking the Mysterios. That, that, the Mysterios are my pick, no matter what. But I will say right now, it's probably going to be a DQ win. I really did not think you were going to say that. And I thought that this was the match, Dylan. I thought that this was the match. Do we have the same pick? I thought that this was the match that I was going to have a different pick from you. God damn it. And and it was it was for the exact reason that you started talking about, you know? Ugh. Uh you got you got the come home show and you got who, who like so the Mysterios come out on top on the come home show, the dirty dogs specifically Dolph Ziggler have to come out on top except right now I don't see it happening there there is like this small rule of thumb when you're predicting these shows is like on the go home show whoever's standing tall is going to lose on on the weekend and it's like it's I want to say it's like 80% true throughout yeah it's through the test of time but yeah so you're going with the Mysterios huh I'm going with Ray and Dominic I'm a little upset. I thought, damn it. I thought you were. I mean, is there any, is there even any reason to predict the next four matches? I mean, Rhea Ripley versus Asuka versus Charlotte. Joe, who you got? Uh, Rhea Ripley retains. <laughs> this is going to be the worst prediction segment of all time. Can we just WrestleMania say- backlash. All right, Joe. I have Bianca Belair against Bailey. I have Bianca Belair against Bailey. Joe, who do you have in Roman Reigns versus Cesaro? I have Roman Reigns picking up the win against Cesaro. I also have Roman Reigns. Joe, who do you have in Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre versus uh, Braun Strowman? I have Bobby Lashley winning. Drew McIntyre or Bobby Lashley pins Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman is obviously going to get the pin. And yes, I agree. Bobby, I have I also have Bobby Lashley winning. This all right. This is bad because. Yeah. Well, we, it's not that bad for me. I well, guess. I'll I'll preface that I'll preface this with like one. This is one of this is going to be probably the worst prediction segment of, of all time that we've ever put on. Mostly because it's just you and I, and we make great predictions. So we'll probably be six for six. Let's be honest, getting real honest here because we're hammered. But the other thing, I just forgot where I was going with that. We had forgotten. I just remembered. We had forgotten. We're doing a little uh, punishment for the loser mm-hmm. of this predictions contest, mm-hmm. Joe. So between you and I, this is not between anyone else in the predictions contest. Between you and I, the loser at the next pay-per-view, which will be double or nothing on Memorial Day weekend, the winner of the predictions contest between you and I Gets to pick what the loser drinks at the next pay per view for the drinking game. For the drinking game, yeah. Uh, well, we'll stick for this for this round since I'm, I'm assuming we're going to have many punishments from here on out. I'm assuming eventually we'll, we'll probably get pretty mean. Eventually, it's going to get well, very. I don't, eventually, I don't, eventually I don't, it's going to get it, very mean. I don't know if it's that mean. You know. Well, eventually, I want to leave it to the fans. Well, here's the thing. I know that my friend Dylan likes rump- Rumplemans, so I wouldn't want to keep him away from Rumplemans forever. I love Rumplemans. 
But the, I wait. Are we talking? I know what I just said. I kind of want to stick to just beer. Just beer. Lose. Sorry, winner gets to pick what beer the loser drinks. Okay, that works for me. Uh, see, when you explained it to me earlier, I was thinking that this 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 like pay per view to the next pay per view, you were you were gonna give it the winner chooses the beer for the person, but in future pay per views, the winner chooses the drink. So if if we're just sticking to beer, that's fine for now. For now, okay. We'll see about next pay per view. Okay. We'll we'll see. First of all, we'll see how double or nothing goes. Yeah, because I'll be here. Yeah, and it's gonna be not that fun for the loser, which will be you. Because you know why, Joe? Because because my new prop day bets rock. rocks. Anyways, my prop <laughs> bets are gonna be better than yours. Probably not. Um, but go ahead, start us off with with your prop bet deal. All right, Joe. These prop bets are even easy, dude. Because if you look at the Wikipedia page, they are. They're so easy. You, you got so easy. you got Damian Priest and the Miz, and you got Roman Reigns versus Cesaro, and the only person listed with those two matches is Paul Heyman. No, the Usos was listed. Where? The last time, the last time I looked, I'm looking at it right now. I'll are you telling it. me John Morrison is not listed? Not, not listed. Hold on a second. Oh, no. No. Well, that's easy as shit. Yeah. Fuck. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, Joe, who not on the card is going to make an appearance? Jay Uso. No. Jimmy Uso. I'll take John Morrison. Okay. Uh, I'm changing. I'm I'm changing it as we speak, because uh, I when I made these predictions, I had looked like a week or two ago, and it had said John Morrison was on the card. Now we're obviously going to have to change these if they end up being on the card before. Yeah. So predictions obviously lock in before, like right before the pay per view starts. Um. But everyone, lock, in, lock in is a relative term. If if a match gets added, we'll still try our best to get to get predictions for yeah, the match. Usually, there's probably going to be a pay, uh, be a uh, pre-show. a pre show match added. It's not going to end up being the Intercontinental Championship four way match though. That's uh, next week on SmackDown. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. Unfortunately, I think they definitely could have. Uh, All right, so sorry. So you have who? Jey Uso? No, Jimmy. You have Jimmy Uso. I have John Morrison. If there is blood, who will bleed? I guess I'll go first since you said Jimmy Uso first. I got Drew McIntyre. Um, This one actually is a little bit hard. This, it, one, uh, this one is a little bit harder. This might be the uh, the big, uh, the big uh, difference maker. I'm going to go with Cesaro. Really? Yeah. I guess I can see that, like, there's, like, especially if you get, like, a ref bump in the match, you know? Yeah, ref bump. <clears throat> ref two, bump two leading to the Usos interfering, hitting them with chairs, anything like that. Yeah, I can, I can see that. Okay, uh, and then we have our tiebreaker, which we're not going to say on air, 
because I don't want because obviously the other people in the predictions contest they have until Sunday at noon to put in their predictions, which this show is going to come out before that. So I don't want them to hear what the tiebreaker picks are. So that is going to wrap us up with our WrestleMania Backlash predictions. And we're going to move on to kind of rapid fire, kind of a call to action here, Joe. I want to start with some questions for you. Because now we've rewatched Blood and Guts. Did you see what WWE said about Blood and Guts? Uh, it, it was something to the effect of it was like, like sent wrestling back however many years, right? Yeah, Blood and Guts apparently set the business back 30 years. Yeah, I didn't actually see the press statement that said that, but I saw I saw a meme that said... Uh, it was probably just like a, it was probably just a comment or something from somebody, but what do you, what do you think? I, well, I, I saw a meme that said, WWE, Blood and Guts sets the wrestling business back 30 years, and it was picture, it was like pictures of scenes that, that WWE has done. The one I specifically remember was Bobby Lashley and Lana in bed. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, it was... Say what you want to say. WWE does some very dumb shit on a week-to-week basis. If you're going to say that Blood and Guts set the wrestling business back 30 years, I think it's kind of just a sign that like they are actually kind of scared. That AEW could do something here. And we could actually have a little competition on our hands. Yeah. Which I think we are well on our way to having competition. Like AEW, I haven't seen what they did this week. But last week, they're consistently doing around or above a million viewers a week. Which is what Raw does. Raw Raw does over a million a week. But they barely get above a million every week. So like... AEW is very closely catching up to Raw, it it feels like. But speaking of Blood and Guts, it is now the highest rated. So so Joe and I went back and watched Blood and Guts tonight after we watched SmackDown. It is now the highest rated match in our beer ratings history at five and a half beers. Joe, do you think it'll ever be beaten? I think it could be beaten. Well, I mean... WWE has shows like Hell in a Cell, War Games, uh, TLC. While there was a lot of like somewhat weapon use and you know chops and everything like that, there was a lot of chops. Holy shit! There was yeah, a lot there of were chops. so many chops. We're we're going to see more weapon use somewhere. Uh, I still have a picture saved on my phone from. The TLC where Kurt Angle joined the Shield, Seth Rollins and and Dean Ambrose in the Shield, and I think it was like 163 drinks and a couple finish your beers for that match. Yeah, I'll, I'll I have mean to... that's going to take us a like a year or two to get to that beer ratings. Yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so I, I, we, I, I we've got so long until we get well. To that I, point. I remember I went back like I blacked out during that, so I went back and I watched the match and I took a tally of how many drinks you had to take. Uh, and, and it was a lot. Hold on. Break. Let me see if I can find it. Joe's going to get his phone right now. Joe, run. No, just, we'll, we'll cut it. Joe, run. Anyways, to, uh, talk about what 
I mean, obviously, it, it sounds like this match, 163 drinks, it, it'll probably be beaten. But I think any Royal Rumble ever will beat this match. We haven't, we haven't, oh, done, we haven't done beer ratings for a Royal Rumble yet. Joe's back now. We haven't done beer ratings for a Royal Rumble yet, but I think almost every Royal Rumble in history is going to top five and a half beers. I mean, you get 30 drinks for every entrance and 29 drinks for every elimination. So that right there is about three beers. Plus you have a bunch of woos almost all the time, a bunch of finisher beers, or not finisher beers, uh, finishers. Sometimes you have finisher beers where people go through Spanish or foreign announced tables, probably back in like the ruthless aggression area. So Joe, have you found this picture yet? All right. So, uh, I just found it. Uh, it ended up being 113 drinks independent of the three finisher beers. There were 67 chair shots, seven entrances, five table bumps, uh, what? Did you just say 67 chair shots? 67 chair shots. 13 ladder. This is a ladder. This is when? Uh, This was, I don't know, probably 2017 or something. Uh, Kurt's return to the ring. Was this, what, Extreme Rules or... Apparently. Extreme Rules 2017? No, it was TLC. TLC. I, was it the was TLC it, 2017? Was it the same one with? Did they take on five people? They took on five people to include Kane and Braun Strowman, and Kane dragged a fucking row of chairs from the ceiling, right? I don't know. I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Hold on. Kurt Angle, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose defeated five on three handicapped tables, ladders, and chairs match. Kurnickel, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose defeated Braun Strowman, The Miz, Kane, Cesaro, and Sheamus in a yeah, because five the, minute and twenty. Because that's minutes. that that that's the feud that started uh, the Miz versus Braun Strowman, where the Miz allowed Braun to get put in the back of a of a garbage truck uh-huh. and then get crushed. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was a hundred thirteen drinks, three finisher beers. Oh my god! All right. <laughs> I think I might have to go back and watch that match now because Kane pulled an entire string of chairs hanging from the ceiling on top of somebody. That. That's like, and that's in that that spot specifically is embedded. In my head. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, that that's the match that stands out in my mind. Well then, so you think that'll beat it? I also think that every Royal Rumble ever will beat this bloody good yeah. match. We. We probably will get to, we'll probably get to Royal Rumble of 1998 before we get to this next Royal Rumble, just as far as beer ratings go. So we'll see. We'll see where that ranks. Um, obviously, the night like the earlier Rumbles that I haven't that I don't remember watching live, I'm not going to remember who is a return and who is a debut. So that's going to be kind of tough. So I might have to look that up to see who we need to drink extra for, but. Joe, I have no theoretical crazy questions for you this week because, believe it or not, those kind of questions are very hard to find. And I just kind of stumbled across it last week on social media. So, 
At least, I mean, at least ones that I've never seen before, like the one I asked you last week. There's obviously the like, would you rather fight uh, one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? That kind of thing. Uh, the obvious answer is the duck-sized horses, but you don't think so? No, I don't think it'd be a good idea to fight either of them. I think I'd try to make friends. <laughs> oh my god, Joe, that's not the question. Would I rather make friends with a duck? No. Would you rather horse? fight a a horse sized duck or a hundred duck sized horses? I wasn't even re- I wasn't even going to ask you this question, but now well, you're du- like, well, wait, du- no, I'd rather make friends with them. Well, ducks are pretty huge. No, uh, they're not well, compared to horses. Well, no, horses are much bigger, but I don't think I can step on a hundred ducks. Especially, all you have to do is kick them. I mean, I guess so, but they're horses. They're pretty strong. Do they do they still have the equivalent to a one horsepower? <laughs> I don't know, actually. That, that's, it, that's actually a really good question. Uh, I'll say no. Okay. So, yeah. I'll say, like, I don't know. What's, what's a duck in relation to a horse? We'll say a fifth. They have a fifth of a horsepower. Oh, fuck them ducks. No, man. tenth. Tenth. Oh, fuck them horses, then I'll, I'll kick them. You'll kick them? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's the obvious answer. I'm glad we finally got there. That's the obvious answer to that question. But, so... Dude, a horse-sized duck with their fucking spiral penis, it's... dude? <laughs> the spiral <laughs> penis. I didn't even think about that. I just thought about how it just, just probably, like, peck at you. Yeah, that's true. You just went immediately to spiral shaped penis. Yeah, that 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 terrifies me. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Oh my god, we got so off track. Um, <laughs> shit. Maybe I guess I will keep going. I mean, obviously the crazy theoretical questions. I I need more of those. So I'm I'm giving out I'm giving out a call to action to to the loyal listeners. I want to hear what your questions are for Joe, specifically Joe. I will also answer your questions, but they're for Joe. It can be about literally anything. Uh, I think we're going to turn these rapid fire segments quickly into like an ask us anything segment. And I'm, I'm slightly scared of the questions that we're going to get, but fuck it, you know? So tweet us your questions. Uh, we're at at DDT WrestlePod. You can also email us questions uh, at DDT WrestlePod at gmail.com. And Joe, that's pretty much all I got for the rapid fire segments. You ready to close out the show? Yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much all I have for today's show. So thank you to everyone who continues to be a loyal listener. Uh, shout out CJ. I don't think we've shouted you out yet. Oh yeah, absolutely CJ. Like, I mean, he's repping a DDT WrestlePod sticker on his cooler. So yeah, we have stickers now. Uh, don't have anywhere to sell them. So if you want to come get a sticker, uh, we're in Charleston. So just come find us. Just yeah. ask for Dylan and Joe. Yeah, send uh, us some, any, somebody. S- somebody will probably know where the drunk dudes live. S- send us an email directly, and we'll figure out a way to get you a sticker. Yeah, we just could show also, us that you're listening. Show us that. that you're listening. Yeah, just you, you, we could also just do that. 
I don't know why I didn't think of email and being like, I hey, like, I would like a sticker, please. Yeah, I have like nine stamps in my wallet, so I, I'm pretty sure I have enough. I'm pretty sure Leslie, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Leslie just bought a bunch of stamps recently. I yeah. think I can mail off some stickers. Yeah, we're good to go. Yeah, I mean, that would, that would work great. Uh, if you like the show, if you like what you hear, uh, subscribe, rate, or rate, review, subscribe uh, on Apple or Spotify or Amazon or Google, wherever you're listening to this show. And follow us on Twitter at DDT WrestlePod, like we already talked about. And we have been the Drunk Dudes, Dylan and Joe. And we'll catch you on down the road. I was thinking about you